Hello, welcome to This Is Everything, episode number nine, with my guest, Chris Fisher. Uh, Chris is probably better known to most people as just Fisher. He uh, has been uh, on the radio in the Tampa area for as long as I've probably been actually listening to the radio. Um, and he, since then, he started a new podcast, so I decided to get him on. Um, he's become a friend of mine. It's, it's a weird... Um, it's weird how life works, but yeah, so I grew up listening to this guy, I literally grew up listening to him from when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old in middle school, uh, he had a morning show out here in the Tampa area, um, literally woke up to this guy's voice pretty much every morning, and then life being crazy, he ended up uh, dating a, a friend of mine, and since then we've become friends that go to Universal Studios together and share nachos at Margaritaville, so... Life's crazy, it's weird, I decided to have him on because of his background and his current podcast that he's doing, and his brother Kevin was in town, so he uh, he came along and we all had a really, really good good talk. So, yeah, um, just a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, please follow Fisher um, on Twitter, he's at FisherTheMan, and his podcast is called The FNK Podcast. Uh, three letters, letter F, letter N, letter K, The FNK Podcast. Uh, you can find them at FisherAndCage.com. That's F-I-S-H-E-R-A-N-D-K-A-G-E dot com. And um, on Twitter is at the FNK podcast and Facebook.com slash Fisher and Cage. So please check them out. They're both really good dudes, uh, past radio personalities from Tampa. They're doing their new podcast, and it's it's really good. I love it. Um, love those guys. They're great guys. And um, as far as the state line side of things, um, please just keep uh, your finger on the pulse of everything we have coming out doing some great stuff so that's at state-lines.com and um you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash state lines twitter is at tweet state lines instagram is at state lines and tumblr is official state lines.tumblr.com please follow me myself on twitter i'm at daniel underscore cura and uh if you're enjoying this podcast please check out our other ones we have uh, four total, including mine. Uh, we have the Mothership Podcast, which is the State Lines Podcast. Uh, we have another one called Social Media Offline with Jonas Arca. That one's awesome. I was a guest on that. And um, we have a newer one called Seminole Perspective that Jarrett hosts, and it's all about uh, Florida State Seminole football. So in addition to those, we have some more in the works, and we're real excited to get them to you. So that being said, let's get into these new reviews. Um, for the podcast that you guys have left, uh, we have two new ones this week. Um, one is Potatoes Work Better, thank you, and one is Chell of the Sea, so thank you too. So if you want a shout out, please go ahead and leave a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, leave a five-star review and leave a written portion of it, that way I can see your name. Uh, give you a shout out on an episode and go from there. So yeah guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening, have a good one. Uh, enjoy this episode, episode number nine with Chris Fisher. Alright, so you're using one of these bad boys, huh? Yeah, yeah. Alright. It's been working pretty well. Max, come here. Hey. He'll Max. just sniff you down and then he'll be good. No oh man. Thanks for coming. Cool. So uh yeah, it's pretty this is pretty chill and relaxed and hang out and chat about whatever. Well, thanks for, chat out, thanks chat for out. having me and uh, my brother. Yeah, so Fisher and Kevin. I don't know if you guys want to introduce yourselves on mic. So Fisher you know. and Fisher. Fisher and Fisher, yeah. Huh? <laughs> Chris or Fisher. Fisher. <laughs> yeah, Kevin is, uh, I'm the oldest of four boys, and uh, Kevin technically is the youngest 
of the four boys, uh, but he's one of uh, a twin. Okay. Ten years younger than me. And, so I think legally I am considered younger, but scientifically I'm older. <laughs> Technically he was supposed to come out first, but uh, his hand was in the birth canal, so they had to push him back in and cut my mom open or something well, they, like they that. They said I had the, the Superman pose, so if they induced labor, it would snack my neck. But I felt air, so I, I consider myself to be older than myself. Right. There you go. Oh, you get that first breath in before they <laughs> shoved you back I in. Wasn't a breath. I just, <laughs> you remember it? <laughs> you saw the light. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you can come out. I was actually Hi, listening, um, trying to catch up. I, there's so many freaking podcasts to listen to. I listened to yours, the past two from this week, and then I went back a little bit to the archives, but I'm loving it, dude. It's so good. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, it's coming along. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so I guess we can kind of quickly, I don't want to go, and I always seem to kind of do a, a synopsis of how I met people, and I know it can probably be annoying, but... You used to be on the radio. I don't know if we ever really talked about how you and I, our relationship, how we kind of like cross paths. Yeah, I was on the radio here in uh, Tampa for uh, 15 years. You know, I think it first started in 98. <clears throat> so, and, uh, and then you and I crossed paths. Was it, just, was it through creative loafing and concerts or was it through my girlfriend, Lauren? Uh, probably a little bit of both. Probably mostly Lauren because um, I knew Lauren and my older sister. I think my older sister was kind of closer to her in age or is closer to her in age but they went to high school together i knew lauren from school and oh that's stuff. right she was your substitute teacher or something wasn't she? something like she that she did something yeah she was she graduated a couple years older than me yeah years before me and then like came back and started doing stuff around the school so she was she was uh an authority figure while i was like in like 10th grade or something well tell me about <laughs> tell me about this microphone because uh you know i listened to your last podcast you did uh, about Tall Heart and their breakup, oh, and I was curious. You know, you sounded uh, uh, much better than the, your guest. Was yeah. he back here on the couch like this? Chilling? Well, we actually that one was a little bit different. That's the first one I did away from here. Okay. So, um, still figuring it out. I think it also depends. I think he was also just kind of a quieter person in general. So these are the, one of the mics. Uh, you know, we were looking at. You know, coming from radio, we're using RA twenty sevens. Yeah. Uh, for radio people. It's, you know exactly what those are, and they're a long tube mic that you'll see in kick drums as well. And uh, it's something that we love in radio because you get right up on top of them, and it can take a beating. Yeah. But uh, this in the podcast realm, because so many people are getting together with their friends yeah, yeah, yeah. or with people they know they have chemistry with, they want to sit around and talk. Instead of buying five microphones, they're doing stuff like this and just setting it right in the middle. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. It's been a learning curve. I know I have the note there that says don't touch table because. The first couple is no, I mean it's nothing bad, Bumping. but like first couple, like my my friend Brent was like I think my second guest, and he was like tapping on the table and stuff, and it really picks up like so it has its it has its faults. So too. none of this, yeah, yeah that'll be good for the headphones. Um, but yeah, I mean it's been great. It has a bunch of settings, so like this is the first time I've used this setting because we have multiple people. Usually it's just back and forth, but yeah, it's been a. Good. Right, so like I said, I listened to your first or a podcast yesterday. Uh, not your first one. I guess it was your eighth one. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, and the, I really like the album art. You know, of your oh, podcast, it's yikes. really cool. Yeah. And uh, so, what's the? Tell me the purpose. You know, because the, the show's called Everything. This is everything. This yep. is everything. And uh, um, so, what? So, what are you doing as a podcaster? As a guy that has this technology <laughs> available to him now, he right. doesn't have to worry about getting a job at a radio station to say something. Uh, when you were thinking about a podcast, what was it in your head going, I, I have something to say and this is what it is? Um, the, first of all, first question, uh, first answer, the name was mostly just because I couldn't think of anything great. 
And I knew I kind of want to talk about whatever and anything and didn't want, like, a super structured type thing. Like, definitely not, like, interviews. There's enough, like, interview-style kind of stuff out there. So more just chit-chat stuff. So I figured that was – it's kind of a quote-unquote internet term, I guess. So it's good. My marketing brain kind of went to there, too. I could use that that term and it'll pop up in different marketing stuff. But, um, but no, yeah, it's just been – I've been just wanting to talk with people, do something creative where this is going to sound bad, but where I can kind of steer it where it goes and see how it goes and then kind of steer it back if it's going somewhere different or try new things. And it's been pretty fun. And it's on the state lines. We call it the network. We have like, <coughs> I think we have four, four pot, different podcasts, including mine. And then, um, so are you guys, are, are you trying, are you in this with somebody? Is it just you? Are you, are you in yeah. a business, a company with somebody else? Well, the website is, a. Uh, State-lines.com, everybody here knows that. But um, it's my friend Jarrett started it maybe like three years ago. So this is basically a network for podcasters? Kind of. It's more of like an all kind of uh, contributing site as far as whether you want to write articles. It covers like just pop culture, entertainment, sports. People write um, like we had an original fiction piece up the other day. Um, there's been a lot of sports coverage with NFL stuff kicking off now. And um, so it's a little bit of both. And we're kind of... We rebranded within the past couple months to kind of focus a little bit more <coughs> on the podcast um, and kind of get them that way. We're still doing a lot of like. So, what's your stuff. ultimate goal then? Do you have one? My ultimate goal was just to uh, talk with interesting people, and then if it goes beyond that, that's cool. We're uh, right on. We're gaining some uh, right. gaining some following, but it's been. I've joked a couple times. If people other than my wife and my mom are listening, I'm happy. So it's been fun. It's, and the crazy part that I can just sit, have you sit on my couch and come over and we can talk and then people can listen to it. Yeah, you should, you should have come down to I, I drove, I'm out at fucking St. Pete Beach. I should have had you come down my way. Right. <laughs> yeah. sit, sit on the beach and do this. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's definitely interesting and it's definitely a uh, uh, it's a fun thing to learn, especially when there's nothing there's no rules to learn about it. You know what I mean? It's the wild west essentially and kind of just. You learn, what, you learn what works for you. And it, that, that's what uh, we were, you know, when we started the F&K back last March. Yeah. And Jesse Cage and I were started talking last December about this. Um, you know, one of the ways that I described it to him and to Special Ed, who else, who's also on our show, and Johnny Griffin, our brand manager, mm -hmm. um, is in a similar way. But instead of the Wild West, I said uh, the podcasting world is kind of like um, – uh, California in 1848 or 1849 when they're, sure. they're first hearing rumblings that there's gold out there in the hills. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, and out back east, everybody's like, what? You know, he'd, yeah. and start, starts heading out there. And for those people that have been going out west and back, you know, out mm -hmm. to California and back for, say, a decade prior, well, they all had advantages. And the, the, the parallel that I'm drawing there is that we're, us being in radio, mm. we have advantages uh, going into the podcasting realm that, you know, somebody else who's just going, holy shit, like, or like you, because yeah. the equipment's there, we can right. buy the equipment and just go, yeah. um, you know, you have gold, you'll, you'll find your gold as well, yeah. if you're lucky. Yeah, I mean, if we, but, uh, if we start getting like, honestly, like sponsors and that kind of thing were the last thing on my mind when we started. We just, because... The website fizzled out for a couple of years because it was really structured at first, and I think we've probably talked about it on this podcast. But like, um, so essentially, I would, for example, I would um, write an article every Friday. You know, publish it'd be pu or every week it'll be published every Friday. Somebody else would get like every Monday. You know what I mean? It, would, and it was like a 
a weekly schedule, and it was just a hobby, and people got burned out, understandably, and plus just being creative on that kind of schedule will burn you out. So then it kind of fizzled out. The site's been live. We still get for for about like a year or two. We kept getting hits and stuff, and then uh, Jarrett, who started it with um, one of the other guys, Adam, texted me. He was like, hey, man, I really want to get like creative again. How do you want to do a podcast? And they had the State Lines podcast for a while, and again, that fizzled out. So we just kind of rebooted and kind of did a little bit more of an easy flowing whenever you want to post something. I've been sticking to my own schedule for my podcast every week. I kind of I just bumped it to every other week. Yours is going to be the first one that's been bi-weekly just to kind of – it's been a little bit hectic well, behind the scenes getting guests, and then if a guest can't make it for whatever reason, scrambling to find somebody else to meet that. One of the uh, things that we've learned along the way is uh, consti- consistency is huge. Yeah. So whatever you decide it's going to be, whether it's every week or bi-weekly yeah, or exactly. whatever, um, once you figure that out, you know, stick yeah. with it, and it helps. It helps out a lot. Yeah, and that's why I did. I think I started it weekly with the intention of having, if people are searching for it, they have eight, eight episodes they can find now and listen to, and then I'm, now every other week, it gives me time to kind of get home from work. Like you said, like we're doing this at seven o'clock at night after my nine to five job. So doing all this after work, it kind of it, it got kind of hectic every week, and then editing on weekends and all that kind of stuff. So and uh, yeah, but are you having fun though? Are you? Oh, it, fun? it's great. Right, yeah, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of work. I've said that, but it's been a lot of fun. Oh, is this the uh, water for your guests Absolutely, over here? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, I get the Batman cup. <laughs> Kevin, you got a yeah, uh, special there for you. Get the mason jar. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. I know you and I were at the uh, the Kevin Smith show. Um, yeah, was it last month? Yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith was in town at the uh, Tampa Improv. That was really cool. Yeah, and he um, went on that podcast tangent where I was, that was honestly the first time I was like, oh, maybe I can get a couple dollars from this in the future. But, well, that was really cool. Is yeah. uh, is how much he talked about podcasting and uh, and saying like if you don't have a podcast. Get one, just do it. Just do it for whatever. It, yeah. Like you know, you grab yourself a microphone. You know, you this thing is probably a I don't know how much was this? A couple hundred, yeah, like couple hundred. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to get. You can get a ninety nine dollar microphone, a you know decent microphone yeah. for ninety nine dollars. Yeah. And all he has set up here is basically just plugged right into his MacBook Pro, and you can do the same thing with your PC or, or whatever it is yeah. you have. And uh, what are you paying for per month to have your? Are you going through Podbean or which you, which service? We're, we're using uh, Shout Engine. Shout Engine is this is to upload your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, Jared would probably know better how much we're paying for it. Right. Um, but it's definitely on like Podbean probably be, um more. I hate to I hate to disparage, but more reliable because Shout Engine is in still in beta. So okay. sometimes um, we have a little bit of trouble on the back end, like the site will just like we just got come back five minutes later and refresh the site and that yeah. kind of stuff but um but overall i mean it's been it's been good and going to what you were saying about uh, making some money off of this eventually uh you know one of the things i've i've seemed to be picking up on here in the first six months of doing this because that's the last thing you focus on yeah, you know content, the last team, man. content content first yeah. uh community second you know if yeah. you want because they uh, you'll put it in the three c's you know they try to always do stuff like that but content first Community second, then commerce. Mm-hmm. So make sure your con, you know, your content's right. Yeah. You know, do it for the right reasons, and everything will fall into place. Yeah, and then your community starts to grow, and then 
once you know what who that community is and what that community is and how passionate they are about you and why they're passionate about what you're doing, then you can monetize it. Then you can go to other people and go, hey, listen, if uh, I've got X amount of people that are sure. this passionate, if you, I want to come record my show somewhere, and I guarantee you that you know we can put an extra thirty people in your bar or yeah. an extra three hundred people in your bar, or right? Whatever exactly. It is. So. Yeah, it's been it's been fun, and especially being on um, a network. We're saying network, but just like our website with multiple. Uh, different podcasts like it's been fun to work with each other as well even just like I know you community like obviously you're not a part of whatever we're doing we're still a part of the same like local community that are doing the same thing but even like I was a guest on a different one on the state lines network I'm going to be a guest again on one that my friend Chelsea is starting she lives out in California she's going to be on our network so we're going to do like remote kind of thing and it's just it's, it's just fun it's just cool and everything like, we have one specifically about social media that's hosted by a guy who is not really on social media, and they just talk about, like, how... Well, that makes sense. Yeah, well, it talks about, like, how, like he has, like, an outside perspective of, we have, like... We have a great, we have a great, uh, <laughs> a great podcast about physics uh, that's hosted by a fucking moron who... Bernie the hot dog fan. <laughs> <laughs> who who doesn't been, know anything about science yeah. or math. And it's been pretty cool. As, as a guy who's been, like, pretty much in that... For like ever since he was a teenager, hearing somebody who's not, and he he dabbles, but like it's more of like the his, soul, pers- his perspective, his perspective, it. and he has like guests, and it's more just like the the overall social aspect of it outside of like the computer and like the effects of it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, well, it's, what I love about uh, podcasting is it really does allow for everybody to have a voice now. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody, because there's a if you do it well, technically, it's an art because you're expressing yourself. Sure. Um, and uh, I'm not saying it's good art. I'm saying <laughs> it's art. And, and, but we live in a time now where everybody can get a microphone, everybody has a computer, and you can, you know, you can upload your own shit. The internet's ruthless, so. But it is, and that's but that's the thing is people are gonna like you, Daniel. You're venturing into this realm, and you know you'll come across the point. You know if you keep going and mm-hmm. get bigger and bigger, the next thing you know, you're gonna get an email, or you're gonna get that post that just yeah. rips you to fucking shreds and makes you feel like a piece of shit. And yeah. you're like, what the hell is going on right. here? Uh, but if you can get over those things right. along yeah. the way and realize that they're going to happen and you cannot pay any attention Absolutely. to them whatsoever yeah. and just move on and keep doing what you're it's doing. It's been mostly good. Um, I told my wife Noel the other day, like, the first time, like, I just, I think I just got my first review from somebody I don't directly know or a mutual friend of somebody. Right. I was like, when that ha- I told her a couple weeks, I'm like, when that happens, that'll be pretty cool. And I got one like the other day, I'm like, all right, that's, that's neat. That's awesome. I mean, I have a lot of mutual friends that are sharing stuff and it's definitely going, you can track on the map like who's listening, like where people are listening and I mean, I don't know anybody in, in Mexico, but somebody, you know what I mean, or Australia, but we've had like blips on, this, on the map, which are pretty cool. That is cool. But um, yeah. Yeah, so- when, we're, when we're pulling up our analytics too and you see that you got four people listening in some part of Russia, right, you got yeah. 22 people over here in whatever part of the fucking world. Um, yeah, so. But then that's the thing, too, is that the different, you know, being in the radio, if I were here on the radio in Tampa, I've got access to 2 million people in the entire metro to try to tap into. Yeah. Um, but what you're doing right now, what we're doing right now, you have access to a billion people and, yeah. you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a good uptick. I'm not really... Um, like I said, I didn't go into it with any other motive other than just to talk with people I think are cool, and then like when bands come through town, maybe snack some of them and sit down and do that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, it's just been it's been an interesting learning curve. But it's been really fun, and like, now, like I Kevin feel- Smith, like Kevin Smith was saying 
Uh, if you don't have a podcast, get one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think if first of all, there's a lot of people that can just sit there and talk, you know, and just keep going. They don't need anybody in the room. Yeah. And I'm not talking about myself. Uh, for a lot of people, they they have good chemistry with a like grab a friend, that one friend or the bartender, right. that person you know that you have good chemistry, good rapport, and sit down and just start you know you know shooting the shit. But there's uh, outside of people like that, and then people like us who were once in radio who were trying to figure out how to monetize this and making a living off it. Like my brother Kevin, who is and uh, um, works for commercial design services and uh, basically installs or. You, you tell him, what do you do? <laughs> well, I, he, 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 lay, he lays out... Uh, I do commercial interiors. So. There you go. Commercial okay. You go in and uh, I have to find the, the, the customer. I got to go and, and uh, show them cubicle options, conference room tables. Okay, gotcha. Do the whole interior design. They buy the furniture, give them options. We represent 500 different manufacturers. And then got to monitor the, the installation. And mm-hmm. the I think project, for, so. for people like uh, Kevin... Uh, podcasting works, and it's a way for him to connect with clients if he wanted to. He starts a weekly podcast where he just take, picks a subject on how how to design this kind of thing. He talks for 10 minutes on a particular subject yeah. and what to think about when you're putting together a home office versus a commercial office and this kind of stuff. And next thing you know, it, it's it's different. You don't have – a lot of people think that either, A, you have to have a very interesting guest, you know, a guest with a name yeah. in order to get – but that's not true. It's niche programming now yeah. on the Internet. And you go out there and you're the expert on something, and they'll come to you. You can sit yeah. there and talk about fucking bees. You can talk about yeah. you know stuffing bean bags and shit like that. And next thing you know, you got a hundred thousand people listening to your shit every week. Right. And you're like, yeah. who are these people listening to me talk about stuffing bean bags? Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing too. Like it's, I mean, maybe you can probably speak to this more. Obviously, being on the radio, have been on the radio side, but from my as just a listener to both listener to podcasts and having done podcasts, it's very. I found when I listen, it's very it's a spe- it's a very specific thing. Like you're choosing to go to either your app or whatever. You're choosing to download that thing or subscribe to that thing. You're choosing to download that episode and you're choosing to listen to that episode, which is sometimes a thirty minute commit commitment, uh, an hour commitment. It, you know what I mean? It can be whatever. Well, yeah, it, like uh, if you're you know when it comes to radio, you're punching through radio stations or you hit scan until something comes on that you like. Yeah. Where, like, you're right. Uh, when it comes to podcasting, uh, people come to you and yeah. they are downloading you specifically. And even if it is an hour and you don't have a full hour, just press pause. Yeah, exactly. You know, just press pause and you come back to it later on in the day. So Yeah, and that's actually something we were, you and I were talking about after that Kevin Smith show, like, that kind of spurred, like, um, yeah, I want you to come on the show or whatever, just because there's no competition it's all friendly if somebody's listening to this episode it's not going to stop them from listening to an episode of your show right no. when, it, when it finishes you just know what I, mean? back, I just came back from a conference in dallas called podcast movement and one of the things they uh, were they were talking about a specific topic and they called it cooperation mm-hmm. um again you know if we're at a radio station whoever's on the other radio station they're not my friends you know I'm, we're, yeah. we're, we're duking it out yeah um but with this it's very different um uh, it's almost like your competition or our competition is not each other, but other mediums will be a radio, television, other yeah. digital you know, stuff. But uh, Honestly, the hardest time I've had with this podcast was thinking of a name for it that wasn't already taken. You know what I mean? Like, that was the only competition was finding something that stood out that people will find when they search for it. Well, you know what I mean? Well, it's funny that your your show's called uh, This Is Everything. Yeah. Because the concept that I was working on, I'm pulling out my phone. 
the concept that I f was first really thinking about last year before Jesse and Cage and I hooked up, um, this would have been a little over a year ago, was a show called uh, Theory of Everything. Mm. Or everything theory, I can't remember. But I want to read for you, you know, the description of it here in a second. Do 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 do. do. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. It's been, it's weird, but in a good way. Not weird. It's just, it's different. It's well, definitely. I think everybody's fed up with the old style of um, turning on the radio and listening to the, the, the garbage that yeah. I was putting in six hundred miles a week, and I still do. Mm -hmm. And I don't listen to any radio. Yeah. Any AM, FM, I can't get into it. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I focus on topics I'm interested in. I'll drive by something and see something and even Google it. What podcasts are you, do you download? Uh, the Thinking Atheist. Um, Joe Rogan. Mm. Uh, Radio Lab. It's all over the place. Yeah. So, so here was my, uh, this was August 14th of last year. Everything theory, uh, theory. Format, a combination of a traditional talk morning show style radio and late-night TV talk show, i.e. Jimmy Fallon, where we talk about everything. Yeah. Uh, imagine Jimmy Fallon and The Roots, except The Roots is one person. And this <laughs> is because of the time I was thinking about uh, doing this with a guy by the name of Chris McCarty. Um, and he's got dreadlocks and whatnot. So, um, has a lot of <laughs> shit to say and sits at the table. With da -da -da. Anyway, our guests will be interesting people from our visiting, from or visiting the market, especially those who have found their way on this society's fringe. Okay, so I want to be, you know, society's fringe, because that... I'm, I don't give a shit about mainstream people anymore because right. to, in order to be mainstream, you have to fake this average. You have to fake this middle, to fake yeah. this mainstream. And I don't give not. a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Also, those who have something interesting to say about where we came from, who we are, and what else is out there. This show is about everything and how everything is connected. However, instead of it being hosted by a breathy new age sounding personality or that lone voice in the overnight, it will be hosted by two charismatic personalities who... They themselves have unique views on pop culture, social, political issues, and the world you think you live in. That's right. The world you think you live in. <laughs> in the end, it's philosophy and spirituality, pop culture and social issues, exciting modern science and technology breakthroughs all brought together in a way that at the end of every show, there's a catharsis and general feeling that everything is going to be okay. This is everything theory. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree, and it's just, <laughs> um, I'm just going to cut that and put that to the intro. Of my yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But, there you go. Yeah, go ahead and cut that, and this will be your new intro. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, I totally agree, and, like, I was actually going to touch on what you said about um, just being fake anymore. Like, the thing with podcasts, too, is you just... Chill here. If you, you feel like you're just sitting in a room with people talking about whatever it is they're talking about, well, and it's not, doing. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's literally what we're doing, but in my living room. But there's no, which is a very nice living room, yeah, nice place. Oh, thank you. But there's no like caricatures, there's no or furniture, yeah. I mean, again, newlyweds, <laughs> all of our furniture is where yeah, where's we're your sitting. wife? Where's your wife? She went out to a trivia night with her sister, uh -huh. so it's just us and Max. Yep, how you doing, Max? Ignoring it. Yeah, but it's Max. just it feels a lot a lot realer than some some stuff where it's genuine. And even if you're like I've had I've had times when I was planning to record with somebody and I mean just normal maybe I had a great week, but it kinda comes out it came out in that episode, but it wasn't like bad. It was just normal people being normal people. Being authentic. Yeah. Everybody else is feeling it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. 
it's it's definitely an interesting thing. A lot that's easier happening. to relate to something that we're all going through versus Justin Bieber getting yeah. arrested for the 19th time. <laughs> oh, did you hear about Justin Bieber? Oh, did you hear about <laughs> pop culture? Oh, did you hear? Yeah. No, there's some real stories. Hi, bags. Hi, buddy. He likes you now. How are you? How are you? Yeah, but so. So what I, else are we talking about? Well, we just did the podcast hour, <laughs> but uh, no, it's been good. I've been really enjoying enjoying your stuff. Um, yeah, dude. Um, whatever you really want to. Well, it's, you know, that's it's funny. You know, uh, uh, speaking of listening to podcasts, I don't listen to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm just now trying to force myself to. Yeah. Um, and. But th- it was the same way with radio. I didn't listen to a lot of radio when I was on the radio. Yeah. Except for, I would really just bury myself in AM talk, because uh, that's all there was. I cannot stand listening to, uh, you know, morning shows and basically myself. I can't, <laughs> yeah. what I was doing for a living, I can't listen, because it was just all, it's just also uh, surface content and mm-hmm. uh, superficial and, and it was it just slowly eats away at my soul. <laughs> well, um, you don't feel like you're yourself. But uh, but yeah, so I you know I listened to yours the other day. I'm gonna start listening to some people. I'm very curious. You know, uh, uh, a month ago when Creative Loafing came out, you know, doing Best of the Bay, and they <laughs> listened to all the podcasts. Your podcasts on there, our podcasts yeah. on there. Um, to see all the local podcasts and go, shit, man, I really need. to. There's a good list, yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. need to start listening to some of these just exactly. to see what kind of stuff is coming out of the uh, Bay Area. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's uh. And it's just, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just crazy. Uh, like, anybody can do it. Even if you don't have a microphone, you have your phone. The same thing. L- literally, po- literally the same thing you listen to a podcast with, you can make one with. The first podcast that I ever did, and it was the Fisher Experience a year yep. ago, yep. Um, I did on my phone. Um, I got equipment all set up, ready to go, and then, you know, the time to record, I missed, was missing one wire, <laughs> and it was like, fuck me. And went, no, you know what? It's happening like this for a reason. da 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 just hit record on your phone mm-hmm. and talk and yeah. just go. And excuse me, honestly, that was uh, that podcast was my favorite outside the one that had my grandmother on it right, a week before she passed. Um, was my favorite podcast I did because it was the most real out of all of them. I yeah. think the most authentic because it was started off with me going, you know what? I had I started off this day thinking it was going to be the biggest day, and I'm I've got to make everything make sure everything's perfect and knock everything out of the park, and everything has gone the exact opposite direction. Yeah, and just started right there. And uh, well, that's the thing too. Like with, I think people connect or react better. Maybe if they don't connect with it, but if with podcasts, unless you set a parameter for yourself, my podcast doesn't have a time limit. You can address address that. You can address that. All your equipment is not what you're using to do your episode with or what happened that day, and you can address it. And also the best – I don't say advice because I heard this on a podcast before I even considered doing a podcast. But like as a listener, I appreciate it was like just let the let the pauses happen. Like if you're having a conversation, you don't need – like if I'm, I'm assuming if you're on the radio, you need to – you have more than a couple seconds of dead air. You start you, to freak out. Yeah. You feel, oh, no. Like a half a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. like if you have a conversation – you can let whoever you're talking to take a second to, and when I, to when think I, about what they want to say. And as uh, as my radio career moved on, and we had our breaks had to get shorter and shorter and shorter, um, you know, I would get faster and faster and faster because I, I still wanted to try to get in every you know say why we at one point we had our breaks were eight to ten minutes long, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know they had to be four minutes long. Well, I'm still trying to cram eight to ten minutes work <laughs> yeah. into fucking four minutes, so. Uh, there towards the end of my That's radio nuts. career, I, just, I was 
I'm talking a million miles a fucking hour. Yeah. Um, and when I switched over to talk radio for a minute, it was hard because I what you just said is a truth, mm-hmm. but it was really really hard to just breathe, relax, and allow that second of dead air, that pause, you know, to yeah. happen on the happen on the radio, you know, without freaking out. Yeah. And then, like you said, it just but it just sounds so much better because I can listen to those times where. I'm trying to fill every second with a sound, yeah. and you can you can tell. And those times where it just sounds a lot more natural, and yeah. allow the pauses. <laughs> it's just it's realer. Like even if you think, even just on a listener perspective, if you're reading a book, sometimes you'll stop after like a paragraph, be like, "Holy shit, I need to think about what I just read." Same thing, like if somebody, you know what I mean? Like even if you need to pause the podcast or. If somebody, like if we're talking and I say something to you that hits you, if you take a break for a second, I mean, that's cool too. You know what I mean? Uh, just, well, who's your favorite podcast? Oh, man. Or if you had a, a one podcast to tell the world, they need to go, they, this is the podcast they need to listen to. What is it? The first one, two. The one that I that kind of got me into listening was the Nerdist podcast. Um, that's uh, Chris. Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah. And then, but part of, I would say... Part of his network, the one that I would point people to actually first, that I kind of connect with more is Pete Holmes's podcast. You made it weird, which this can kind of be. It's called what? Uh, you made it weird. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's great. Like he like this can probably my podcast can probably be considered a rip off of it, but it's same kind of thing. Just I mean, obviously more like quote unquote celebrities like comedians and get like guests along those lines, but they just kind of talk. He his thing is if you don't want to listen for as long as this podcast goes, just stop. Like, he doesn't... Sometimes they go on for, like, two hours, but they're good conversations, and, like, they talk from everything from just, like, dick jokes to God. And, like, in this course of the conversation, some of them get, like, really real, or... That's usually the same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> same, same setup. So... So God, God walks into a bar, she tells some dick jokes. Um, so do you do... Uh, do you edit your podcast, or is it war- an warts and all uh, philosophy? It, it's a... Uh, before I was editing more, the past couple weeks, um, it's been warts and all, but mostly always warts and all. The only thing I really edited were like, I, like for example, I told you like the microphone will pick up some, some bangs or stuff. So um, I'll listen through and make sure like nothing just like jars my ear my eardrums while I'm listening to it and just kind of splice it out. If, I, if it's not, if it doesn't take away from somebody talking but or something in the background maybe, but for the most part, it's just the straight conversation. Do you have any rules? You know, for yourself or for your podcast? No. Things things you'll never talk about or... No, we pretty much, so far, my guests and I have kind of been all over the place. And I like it. Like, just go wherever. Like, what the interesting thing was... So I've had a couple... You, you mentioned the podcast you listened to with Boomer from uh, Tall Hard Good Night Neverland. I've had um, a couple other guys, like, in the music scene... Which, obviously, those with their bands or whatever, they got some traction. But, like, for example, the one I did with my old roommate, Caesar, we talked a lot about, like, him coming from, like, Venezuela when, when he was, like, 11, 11 or 12. And that got, like, over a 1,000 shares on Facebook. And, like... Wow. I mean, so, like, outside of our circle of friends and, pe- like, it, like, people he knows, whoever's on the Internet probably didn't know who it was, but it, it connected. And people... Like, he, like he came to... He came to America from Venezuela with his family less than a month before 9-11 happened. Oh, so, wow. like, so we talked about that, like how that was like being a quote-unquote foreigner 
coming to America and how that kind of affected him. And apparently it hit with people. And this is just crazy. You don't know what it's going to be. So you work at the Creative Loafing. Who's going to win uh, all this fun <laughs> next week? I have no idea, honestly. You going to the party? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll so. be there. Yeah. Me, me and Jesse and our girls will be there. Nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. Noel and I should be there. So I'll definitely be there. Depends if Noel's working. But I like this. I like the setup where you just have a microphone in the middle of the room. I don't know how it's going to ultimately sound. But, uh, but yeah. I think you should have alcohol involved, too. Or, yeah, or a hookah <laughs> or a vaporizer or something. I, have, uh, I do have a hookah. I drank my last beer yesterday. Oh, good for you. <laughs> so... How long does this podcast last? I'll go to the store. <laughs> um, Is this three, three more hours or so? <laughs> three more hours. Uh, we can just make it the length of a 12-pack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it's fun. Anything? So how have you been, like, other than just the podcasting stuff? Good. Um, you know, we're, 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 using, we're, we're trying to use this podcast uh, to make a living uh, yeah. as a couple of ex-radio guys. And we move into an office here in the next couple of weeks in St. Petersburg and downtown. Yeah, Lauren told me that. I was texting We're excited about that, yeah. the Crest Building, and then try to add some other revenue streams outside of the podcast, uh, like production and uh, events possibly. And we're going to feel it as we go, see if we can uh, uh, carve out our own little niche yeah. here in paradise and live happily ever after. Absolutely. It's cool, dude. Yeah, and this is the thing. It's a, it's a strange enough and big enough pie that... I don't think it runs out of pieces. No, I I, I hate using the term infinite. No, I love using the term infinite. <laughs> uh, but it, it it seems like it is. There's an infinite amount of possibilities in the digital media realm, uh, for now anyway. Until too many regular people are finding success with it, and those who already have power um, can't allow that to happen. So they'll mm. try to find ways to regulate and. Uh, you know, yeah, and control yeah. all of this. Uh, but until then, you know, we got to take advantage of it. And when that starts to happen, then start a revolution and take those motherfuckers' heads <laughs> off. <laughs> Don't fuck with my freedom, motherfuckers. You heard it here first. <laughs> but, yeah, my, what, my, my violent threat? <laughs> Don't control my internet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not to like... Did you get that pillow from Hogwarts? Dude, I made that like in six You made grade. it? Yeah. I, f- I was moving out of my mom's house, or no, I was in my apartment. My when mom's. were you in the sixth grade in two thousand and six? Listening to you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was. What year is the sixth grade for you, dude? I, backwards math. So you're oh, 11, 10, 11 years old. Like oh, what year were you born? Oh two, eighty nine. Okay, all right. So oh two sounds right. That sounds right. So I, I you were in the sixth grade. You were in the fifth grade at nine eleven. Sixth grade. No, that was it. Yeah, sixth grade. So oh one. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I graduated in two thousand seven. A couple years behind, behind your lady. But yeah, that is the only. Oh, that's right. I can't really make make fun of your age. <laughs> <laughs> so, my girlfriend graduated high school in the fucking two thousands as well. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So not to. I mean. I could talk about podcasting and stuff all day, but um, not to jar a change of subject, but part of the reason I was excited to have you on is because I feel like you and I can... Is this a gotcha question? It is. No, no, I just feel like you and I, I feel like you and I can get weird into like talking about just weird life stuff that a lot of people don't like talking about. Like, well, let's do it. So like what? Whatever. Like, um, I heard you, I heard you, uh, was it this week's episode of your show where, dude, and I loved it. You're talking about um, relationships, and 
such a fucking good analogy. You said being tethered to somebody like a bungee cord that you can sh- you can jump All off right. for into I know, infinity. Okay, so you got to be careful with this. You got to be careful yeah, with this analogy. Tether, tethered's a bad word, right. but like so. Love me, so it's a bungee cord that you can jump out and reach to infinity, but you can still come back to right. to that that base. Um, yeah, I found, you know your partner in a relationship. I was making an analogy as like a foundation. Uh, that you're that I'm tethered that you're tethered to. I'm like, well, they got to be careful because I want to make it sound like a ball yeah, and chain, exactly, kind of, yeah. Yeah, a chaining kind of a thing, but more like a, a safety bungee for me, especially for a per, a personality like me that is the I'm a risk taker and I'm the exact opposite of 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 I don't know somebody who doesn't take risks, a responsible person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so uh, so yeah, so that way you go out and try anything in the world and, and go to. Take some risks, take some chances um, that you normally you couldn't take by yourself, mm. or it'd be much more difficult to take by yourself. That way, you know you can kind of go out there, and there's always that person that that you're tethered to, or you you know that no matter how far I get out there, um, they can rail you back in. Yeah, it's it's there. I, I can bounce back in, you <laughs> yeah. know, in an emergency yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I heard you say that. I was like, damn, he hit it. And I don't know if you like you. It didn't sound preconceived. I was like, if you just hit that on the head so quickly, I've used that was, analogy. Before. I've used great. that analogy before. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just even like last night, luckily, luckily enough, I have that with my wife Noelle, um, who you've met. But like even last night, we we're talking about like our lease because we we're renting this. So our uh, our lease on the house is up in hell. Your living room's bigger than my entire apartment. <laughs> well, dude, we, only because we got lucky with it. Like, we were going to get, like, a one-bedroom apartment, and then we got lucky with this place. But, like, our lease um, is... Speaking of which, is the parking out there cool? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Um, parked in front of your neighbors, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. But yeah, so, like, our lease, is, like, ends in, like, January or February. So we just kind of chatted, like, hey, do you want to, like, renew? Make, we haven't even, like, as you can see, we don't have a table, a dining room table. We eat on the coffee table that we're talking on. So what's so, how long have you been married now? It's, has it been a year? No, uh, we got married in uh, February 28th. Six months? Yeah. yeah. So, how's it going there? Good, man. Good. As far as not having, being fully moved in. You haven't seen the other rooms where just all our shit is still from where we moved in. No, I mean, I don't give a damn about you moving. How, how are things good. between you and your wife? Great, dude. That's what I said. Like, the house <laughs> the house and, like, work life are pretty much the, not, I don't want to say downside, but, like, the home life has been really good. So, just she's really busy with, because um, she works... For the YMCA, she's the aquatics director, so she runs, like, the entire pool and anything to do with water. So, during the summer, she's busy, sometimes working until, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Trying to catch all the kids peeing in the pool. (laughs) Right. Wait, I can see it in your face. I can tell by your position. Yeah, so she's in charge, like, all the lifeguards and all the courses and the classes. So, like, she's, every summer, I mean, it's been like that since we've been dating forever. But, so, but it's cool to be able to still come home and, like, chill on the couch or even just go to bed and... So it's great to loafing your full time gig. Yeah, yeah, yep. Been there, like pushing five years now. Do they have their own podcast? No, they had. See, they see had that's the thing. Like, I don't understand why Creative Loafing, TBT, uh, any hell, these you know, St. Petersburg Times or whatever they call it, Tampa Bay Times, all of them mm-hmm. doesn't have their own podcast. Even if it's a podcast specifically for, it's you just have somebody reading all the articles, you know, mm-hmm. from. Well, oh. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's such an easy technology. It's easy, and it's yeah. almost a waste not to have that. Yeah, it's definitely a presence to have. Yeah, it's. Uh... Uh, yeah, I just noticed uh, somebody was telling me that because uh, they're starting to do it in radio. And somebody was telling because uh, one of the first, uh, you know, I kept keep telling my radio 
people, my radio friends, um, you're fucking stupid not to have a, an uncensored podcast. Mm -hmm. To do what you do and have every jock should have their own podcast mm -hmm. that they're doing something every week and it's something different than what they do on the air. Something that's uncensored or, you know, just taking a bunch of calls from fans or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, but Lauren was just telling me that, or somebody was, that uh, I guess Drew and Seth over the boners start doing that as, you know, a once a week uncensored. Okay. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot of that <coughs> yeah. in, in radio. Especially the personality driven radio, not your... Necessarily, your mixes and kisses. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see that definitely happening. I mean, obviously, there already is, but I wonder. I wonder if they'll try to wrangle that in, though. Well, it, I mean, it won't. It won't steal listeners, though. So that's the thing. Well, that's yeah. that's what radios they're eyeballing and nervous about and wondering yeah. about is. Yeah, if you go down that path, are you know you are going to double motherfuck yourself in the, you know somewhere along the lines? But I don't think so. I think it just adds. Especially in the time of radio where they've had to take so much personality out and make things so short because of the way they rate, you know, with mm -hmm. the, the way Arbitron works. Um, this would allow that connection, I think, again, with the listeners, you know, that right now they're getting through blogs and Twitter. But I yeah. think if you're, you could do something like that once a week, uh, I don't know, just. Yeah, the blog thing is. Solidifies your fan crazy. base. I see so not even not even local radio stations, but I just see. Radio station blog article shared all over the place, like my, like all the time on Facebook from like radio stations I know the person who shared it from lives nowhere close to. Oh, yeah. you you mean mass or oh through radio stations that somebody like, wrote it in Austin, Texas, and it's yeah, it's just like whatever a blog post about. But you'll whatever. find it here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's like I said, even with like that episode I was telling you about Caesar, it's weird what hits and who shares what. And, but, <coughs> There's no way to track it. That's like, but they try, I say they, people try to bottle it. Like, that's like the people try to say, we want to make a, a viral video. It's like, you don't know that. Right. Nobody knows how the fuck to do that. <laughs> people who have viral videos yeah. don't know how to make right. viral videos. Like, this, uh, the, uh, this that was uh, came out this week or last week, too, from uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign, that they were going to uh, start planning more spontaneous you know, yeah. outburst or some shit. Like, what the fuck? You just released a statement saying, we're going to be more spontaneous. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Coming down in three, two, one. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing, too, with um, just anything in general. Like, trying... To, you can definitely tell... When, I don't want to say insincere, but when somebody's trying really hard to do that kind of stuff. Like, I saw, like, Hillary Clinton, like, started, uh, like, Snapchatting. Um, and I was just like... She's not doing it because it's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm like, doing come it on. And, like, you're... It's funny because you, not to... But you're Snapchatting like my grandmother would Snapchat. Like, she was trying to turn the camera and couldn't figure it out. And, like, it's just... Just stick to... It's like the Pope has a Twitter account or something like that. Oh, I love... I follow the Pope, I was just talking about Oh, he's awesome. Oh, no, he runs that shit, man. Yeah. He's great, yeah. I saw... I love it's, it. it's him personally doing it? Yeah. Or is it his... No, it's him. It's him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from uh, a guy who grew up Catholic and then kind of wandered away from that, I'm liking this dude a little bit more. I mean, I, I would I haven't been to a Catholic church in well, it's so a fun. number of years, but yeah, I, I left I left religion behind me, you know, quite some time ago. Um, but uh, but anybody who's searching for something or you know knows that there's something bigger than themselves, mm -hmm. I'm all in. I'm all in on that kind of stuff. Yeah, but uh, 
it's so funny because I finally, you know, there's a religious figure. Where I'm like, oh, this guy's onto some stuff. <laughs> and I, and I, maybe it's something I can relate to my religious family. Yeah. And as soon as they bring him up, they're like, oh, no, he's the Antichrist. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I finally, there's a, finally a pope that I'm like, oh, the pope gets it. And now he's the goddamn Antichrist. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of, I mean, this, not to be antagonistic, cause that's not the point of view I was coming from, but like. Well, I'll be antagonistic. No, no, but from. no, but I totally agree. Like he. He's rustling feathers of very devout Christian people who, but but in a way that he's coming from being a good Christian. You know, what that's I mean? what I think. I think yeah. he's, he sounds more like the way Christians exactly. should sound with a lot of stuff he's saying. Yeah, and it's, it's funny because that makes him an antichrist. Yeah, it's a. Uh, Anybody who starts talking about peace and love and helping poor people and <laughs> oh, nail him to yeah. the cross. No, yeah. Yeah, if they're not, they're going fuck you. You change your ways or you're going to hell. I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, we. I've been having. Um, I have a group text with the well, Pope. A couple, yeah, with the Pope. He's on there. Um, no, but I mean, I have a couple, as I'm sure everybody else does. But with uh, a group of friends that we had, that I started going to. Uh, a couple of years ago, we stopped, but we're still the same core group of friends at the house church, um, which essentially we would just instead, kind, kind of instead of going just have to blood church. orgies. Yeah, but like just kind of hang out and like we would talk about just essentially black and terms like a Bible study, but but not really. But so, but what's your we, favorite? What's your favorite Bible verse? I don't know, man. Also, Catholic. So, so different. Loose on the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so we've been having this talk. Like we just have we we text all, like almost all day every day, and just this ongoing thing about like all the stuff that's been happening lately, and we're just so goddamn tired of it. Like one of my one of my closest friends who um, has one of the, like the the strongest like Christian families is just like he told us the other night. Like I was at his house, he's like, I just I get a, I get sick in my stomach when I go into church. Like they haven't been to church and couple months because like when I walk into the building I just don't feel good huh and it's just like so like there's definitely a lot of conversation um at least amongst us and amongst a lot of people I know that isn't really what's what you see all the time but it's not as loud I guess you you know it's not it's not the um it's not the people uh denouncing other people but yeah, I'm just, I'm tired of like the black and white, uh, either for them or against them kind of thing. Yeah, that's where it's one of the one of the places where I think we fucked up. <clears throat> um, as we got into Christianity a uh, thousand years ago, uh, fifteen hundred years ago, um, everything became an either or something. Yeah. It was e- if if it weren't it had to it was either evil. Or it wasn't. It was right or wrong, good or bad, including like even being fucking left-handed. So if you're right-handed, that's good. If you're left-handed, that's evil. Yeah. And everything we can so I, it, it's almost in our genetics now where it's hard for people to process that uh, that's not the way the universe works. It's not something is something or something else. It is something and something else at the same time. Right. And these are concepts that are very hard to for the human brain to grasp. But we have a generation now of kids that can grasp this stuff that only Einstein could do a hundred yeah. years ago. So I yeah. think things are changing. Um, you, even you, what are you, 25? 26. Yeah. 26. You know, like you said, you know, you guys, you and your friends are all sitting around trying to figure, you, you know there's something out there, you know there's something to 
God or, or, or I hate using God because you know the term God because as soon as you do that or some you know it, it automatically has that father fucking bullshit um, connotation that comes along with it that pyramid scheme top down um, yeah. which is absolutely ludicrous to me but with us being connected the way we are with technology podcasting um, the spiritual conversation I think is about to go into a completely go into hyperdrive. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Christians are so angry right now. And so tense because they know it, they sense it, they can feel it. You you can feel it. You know that there's a paradigm time shift happening. Mm -hmm. And of course in their head, they're going just like, it's just like it's, you know, prophesied, just like it's prophesied. Um, and yeah, and so (laughs) we're living in interesting times. Yeah. And that's the thing too, where, Going back to like the black or white, right or wrong, I feel like there's this. It's hard to convince people any 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 big subject, whether it be I mean, especially if you're talking about religion in the terms of like whatever the fuck the meaning of life is. There's gonna be more than two sides to that argument. There's gonna be a side An of that. infinite infinite <laughs> amount of sides. But you know what I mean? Like my my perspective is gonna be different than your, your perspective. It's gonna be different than Kevin's perspective. You know what I mean? Like everybody's gonna have a different. So I don't understand why we're still fighting over if... Because our parents and our grandparents tell us to. <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's the thing, too. And, like... Um, if you want to believe that Jesus is your personal Savior, please do. Yeah. And then, and then go through the paces that you need to do and sacrifice and understand what that means when you chose another human being to be your Savior. Pray, do what you got to do. That'll get you into the your heaven and the next life. But... One thing you don't have to do is is tell everybody else that's the only way to get there. Hold on, it's my girlfriend. Hi, Jamie. Hi, beautiful. How are you? Good. Are you still at Daniel's house? Yep. Hi, You're Lauren. Uh, he says hi. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Um, is Kevin with you, or did he go back to the house? Kevin's here. Hi, hi, hi. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll see you when you guys get home. <laughs> All right. Love you, honey. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. Funny. What were we talking about? Uh, uh, how humans are trying to predict the future so they make up stories to get everyone to follow along with it. And, <laughs> you can't predict the future, so it's a yeah. curse. Yeah. What I was just saying was... Oh, no, no, no. That's no. <laughs> great. But, like, yeah, just... So, even, like, for example, that group of friends that I have were um, baseline, all Christian, believe in that stuff... Are like, are we? We just can't comprehend that we're doing. I wonder, that, I wonder how, if people get so angry. The reason people get so angry is because, uh, in these religions, the more you're into your religion, the more you have to deny fundamental truths about yourself, and 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 so you're watching other people be heathens, basically, and it just makes you more angry and angry because you're not acting the way that you your nature wants you to act mm-hmm. and and so you gotta you, you gotta take it out on everybody else, you know. I feel like that could be a part. And I've actually learned especially from my wife the other day, like she she mentioned because like I got burned with church. I left for a, a long time. We've been going to um the church she kinda uh went to with her family and stuff for the past like year or two. Um but still like kinda just was off put not just from like my past experiences, but she kinda put in perspective like yeah but that's kind of like shitty stuff does happen 
because everyone's just as flawed as anybody who isn't here. Like, everyone's still just people making mistakes, which I understand, but I still don't use, like, and she she doesn't either, but, like, as an excuse to be a bad person or whatever it is. So I'm definitely finding that just, like, I'm just definitely finding that you can't paint everybody with the same brush, whether it be everybody's journey. Everybody's journey to that discovery, that discovery of, let's call it God, um, yeah. is different. I think it's relative to each individual and for... The uh, if you want to if you want to put it in the terms of sin, I think one of the biggest sins was to write down what you thought God told you, and then try to make other people see the way you saw it. Yeah. Instead of teaching people how to search for themselves and knowing that it's a lifelong search for whatever it is that's uh, you know we're right. part of. Yeah, and that and that's the thing too. Like God is the word we use. I totally mean what you. I totally understand what you mean when you say like. This is like the term we have, or but we use most often in our society right. to mean whatever. But it automatically puts it could be time. But to me, right? To me, uh, uh, when as soon as you say God or Allah or Yahweh or Jehovah, or, you've to me you've already put parameters on the discussion. Yeah, and so that's why I hate using. It. I'd rather use it in terms like the Holy Spirit, the 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 the, the soul of the universe, the essence that. Yeah is much, much older and, uh, than, than the gods we've created. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a discussion with a friend of mine um, who's one of, like, has one of the per- people that has, like, the strongest faith. I know he's a youth pastor and all that kind of stuff, but, like, we're talking just, like, if you believe, if you are a Christian or whatever it is, and if you believe this this God, so many, so many people are, if you believe that God is, like, this all-encompassing thing stop trying to give him it human attributes right like god like anger yeah exactly god, like anger so yeah believe, so hold on god invented everything and then got pissed off and destroyed everything again exactly i don't believe that whatever it is god is he is whatever it is gets mad or hates things no. or doesn't like like well, no, yeah, you see what happened in san francisco all the gays were over there, so they put earthquakes to kill <laughs> Listen, I if, think that's why I if you're that, praying to a god that gets mad, I'm I'm sorry. You need to pray to that god's god's god. I, I, I just don't buy I just don't buy a god that gets mad at me for supporting my gay cousin or my gay friends or whatever. Whatever. I mean, that's just like the easy go to because that's what's right in our society. Yeah. The big thing in our society right now. But like. Like, I don't buy that. Like, not for, I don't know. I just I don't get it. Like I, I as somebody who grew up Christian again, and like just the whole Bible thing, like taking verses from the Bible or whatever. I still have a hard time believing. I was homeschooled by my mom in, in a Christian household, and also went to Christian yeah. school. So yeah, you know, going back to a lot of these people that, uh, you know, they're educated in that book and, and what they're supposed to say and how they're supposed to combat it. But when it, when it's their turn to listen or kind of question things mm-hmm. outside of it, they stand up and you're a seventeen year old kid <coughs> trying to explain that you know how it all works. Yeah. And like he was getting back to the lifelong journey. What? You know, it, it's really that's that's a powerful way to look at yeah, it. And and I get it yeah, it's just so one of my favorite Bible verses is Matthew six six. Mm-hmm. It says, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray yes. to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. 
Um, again, I hate using these fucking terms, father, and that mm-hmm. bullshit because it sets up parameters that are just it it it, it retards the conversation. Um, but that it, what's that saying is it, it also in the same verse uh, it it doesn't you know don't listen to the Pharisees and this go into your bedroom lock mm-hmm. the door and that's what I believe I believe if you go quiet yeah. yourself quit listening to all these preachers quit you've done you're done you've you've heard plenty of preachers mm-hmm. you've read the Bible as much as you're going to now shut the fuck up go into your room somewhere Make a fucking difference or or go wander out in the middle of the fucking wilderness and <laughs> just sit there and then yeah. listen. And just listen and listen and listen. Yeah. And I believe that the universe speaks to you. You know, God's, mm-hmm. the however you want to manifest them into God's angels or the universe or whatever, yeah. you'll get you'll get answers. You'll yeah. get a communication. Yeah. And, yeah, and the whole baseline, nobody, that's what faith is. Nobody knows what they're doing is right. Whether it be believing God, not believing God, everyone's guessing. Guessing and hoping for the best for the most part. I mean, you can be very devout in whatever side of the spectrum or in the middle of the spectrum, wherever you are. Um, but that's the thing, too. So baseline religion for me that I learned when I kind of stepped away for a while was worst case scenario, it's still helping a person deal with something personally. And that's fine. As long as you're not, yeah. not, as long as you're not being an ass with it, Awesome. And if the end game is right, awesome for you too. You know what I mean? Like, but nobody, nobody knows. For me, uh, the way I, I see, I, I commune with Jesus a lot. I really do. I commune with Can I use your a lot of things. And for me, I, I pray, believe it or not, I pray sometimes to God to forgive Jesus, <laughs> to forgive a man who thought he could die for everybody. Um, because the burden that that, then levied on all the Savior spirit, the Christ spirit. Because there's been many, you know, outside of uh, whether the Jesus of Nazareth was a real human being or mm-hmm. an amalgamation of, of different people at the time or whatever it is, the fact is, is that all through history, there's been the Christ, the Savior spirit, where there's been humans praying for something to come and save them. Mm-hmm. Bring the rains, uh, uh, or stop the fires, or mm-hmm. whatever it is, and so I think that's a powerful energy that swirls, you know, throughout the universe, and that you can tap into, and that you. But for people who are praying for a man to come back and save them, um, I believe is torture on that man's soul. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny because, so in a sense that that Jesus. Christ mm-hmm. is still in hell trying to save everybody. And yeah. so I think everybody should pray to God to forgive Jesus huh. and to realize everything's going to be okay and that it's already okay. And that if you truly believe in God, like you think you believe in God, then you wouldn't be as scared and as angry and needing to load up with fucking weapons <laughs> like you think you do. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's playing out exactly the way it needs to play out, it's supposed to play out. Well, people feel comfortable when they when they think that everything's going to be okay. You know, they didn't have that, that comfort level of you know, the chaos theory type. Mm-hmm. You know, shit's going to go down. They, I am chaos. <laughs> I guess one of the best things I ever heard was, you know, if you found out tonight that there was no God, are you going to go out and 
start raping and murdering. See, that's what people, yeah, that's what and, the arguments is, well, if we didn't have this order, then people just go out and rape and murder. Oh. I'm like, well, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with you if that's Talk what you that think. Fuck that fucker away forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Even if we're going caveman times, tribal instinct, you're going to keep your tribe intact or else you're going to die. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, if, uh, a misconception of where we came from is that, you know, 50,000 years ago or 200,000 years ago, our knuck, we're just, our knuckles are dragging going, we're going, and we're, we're clubbing our women over the head and dragging them back to caves. And mm-hmm. what fucking, it's not like that. Yeah. It wasn't like that. I mean, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody knows. You have some insight? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I was there. But for survival, you got to think they got to be fit. They got to be able to be alert. They're not, you know, like the, the Neanderthal you're talking about is a dumb you know, ape that's 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 mm. his knuckles. You're a dumb ape. But, but <laughs> in order for our species to, to advance, we had to be witty. We had to be on top of things. And yes, there was probably that tribe over there in Wesley Chapel. That, um, <laughs> the rapey tribe. But you know what? We just <laughs> stay away from that tribe. They're rapey. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you mean. And that's the thing, like, and I, I don't, I really, when I have these talks, and this is probably the deepest we've gotten in this conversation on the podcast, and I, I mean, I love it. I mean, I can talk about this stuff all the time. My wife and I talk about stuff all the time like this, but I never, I'm so open to finding out that I'm so full of shit. Like... But all you're going to find out is that nobody knows. Exactly. So can we well, just all get along and exactly. move forward? That's the thing. Like, Come on. Only if you believe. Oh. But the thing, so that's why I try not to. <coughs> and like going back to your Bible verse, I, I get so. Your Bible verse that you, <laughs> you said. But uh, I get so kind of irked when people are. Uh, or even ask me personal questions about, like, I don't really... I'm still figuring out where I stand on stuff. Oh, I love it. I love it. If somebody wants to have a discussion, I fucking... I love, I'll have it all day long. I love discussions. I just don't love when the judging of a particular... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's, That's where insecurity goes. You're right. Or if, or, if you, or if you ask me specifically something about my, my faith, specifically, like, with, like, an edge to it, I'll just, sh- I'll just shut down. Like, I, I don't... It just, it's... Not a. It doesn't matter. Which to leads. Me. To what me, does it matter to you? Which leads me to my second favorite Bible verse. <laughs> also comes from Matthew seven five. <clears throat> you hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your own eye, and yep. then you can will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Remove the plank from your own eye, then you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And that's because we spend too much time telling each other what we're, you're doing wrong and what you're doing wrong. And if you just did this, you would be happier. And if you just did this. And I love that verse because it's every 100% of the time when you find yourself doing that, stop and look then the look in the mirror. Stop and look in the mirror because it's the universe telling you the same thing. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's... Right, let's turn it. What else? You have some favorite Bible verses there, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go Kevin's actually on his phone finding one. So uh, this is verse, or it's uh, chapter Stephen Jobs, 1955-2011. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living in someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the result of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of the other opinions drown out your eyes or inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. 
they somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. One of my other Steve favorites is uh, Genesis 6-4. The Nephilim were on earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children with them. So I want to learn more about this part of our history. <laughs> when the sons of God came down and had sex with the daughters of humans and had children, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. I would love to learn more about that and the giants of the Old Testament as well. Sodom and Gomorrah. You can learn how uh, the two daughters raped Abraham. Lot. Got him drunk. Was it Abraham drunk. or Lot? Uh, probably one of the other. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, like... Going off that Steve Jobs quote. That's <laughs> so, so good. Um, yeah, so they couldn't have any children, so they got their father drunk and uh, and seduced them yeah. and so they could have children. But yeah, like, I will be done. Also, yeah, it was Lot and his two daughters left Zor and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in Zor. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old and there's no man around here to give his children, as is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our father to drink wine and then sleep with him. And I preserve both my kids. <laughs> so, so for those of you that want to uh, get with your sister and uh, have your father knock you up, please know that it is supported by the Bible. You're good. So say it the flock. Yeah, in like... What was I gonna say? So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. Oh yeah, Stephen Jobs. Stephen Jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, that regardless, even if because I know the, the basic common denominator. If we're gonna bring it all the way down to the separation between, like, for example, atheists or Christians or whatever it is, is the belief in an afterlife and heaven or whatever you want to call it. I kind of feel like I'm in the in the in the middle of that because. Yeah, I hope there's something else. It sounds great. Yeah, it sounds awesome, but also I'm not gonna live my life oh, waiting to cash bank. waiting to cash that check when I die. You know what I mean? Like I, we were at, again back to that conversation I was having with friends. Like we were, I think my wife even said it was if for for these terms talking with Christians, starting to realize that if you believe in a quote unquote heaven, I feel like people are starting to realize that you can take advantage of that now and not wait to go. To a certain place or whatever it is, when you're not well, when able they wrote to, that book, it was a really hard time. So they yeah. people needed hope, or else they were going to yeah, rise up. That's the thing too, and and it, and it really gave them hope that you know what you're you've got leprosy now or whatever the uh, slave trading was happening. Yep. But if there was just that that comfort level of everything's going to be all right, we don't live in that age anymore. Yeah, oh, no, people well, still need hope. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, you but sure? we don't have to live in that age. I think that we can sure. blossom out of that. And I think if you just are doing... Well, I think because of the internet, uh, because of the world is getting connected and will soon be connected, um, there w there is going to be a spiritual evolution or, or, or an awakening. Yeah. And not even, like, I understand spiritual that can have ties to religion or whatever, but even just, like, a connectivity, like, some, because of that... Some atheists I know are some of the nicest people I know. Some aren't, but some are because they're being they're all humans. They're being good people now because they don't think that when they die, when they think when they die, it's done. And maybe so, take advantage of being a nice person now. That's my no one, you know any, I mean? any RD, my man, N E R D. <laughs> no one ever really dies. Yeah, 
one thing that we know in physics, or we think we know in physics, is that no data is ever lost, no energy is ever lost. Yeah. It just changes forms. So no one ever really dies. We just kind of change into something else and into something else and into something else. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but it, it is important to take, take advantage of the present and you know, be a, the best person you can be. Absolutely. Without your grandma hitting you on the back of the head because <laughs> you got caught you jacking off in the corner. <laughs> you're going to hell, Sonny. I just mm-hmm. don't know why you're doing that with your grandma in the room. Well, she's hot. <laughs> tell, tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. i got a thing for tits sitting right next to belly buttons. Oh man! Oh, back to God. Um, By the way, he just bought our grandmother's house. <laughs> <laughs> she passed away last year. Great woman, and uh, and he's moving his family into the house, which is really cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah keeping the family. It's five acres in the forest. Nice. That's I, awesome. I always lived in the city, so it's uh, it's gonna be a lifestyle change. Yeah, for sure. That sounds awesome, though. I always go back and forth between wanting to live like in a, like a city. City. Tampa's nice. St. Pete's nice, but like a big city. And then also back and forth and just like the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you embrace the culture and it's and, and it's energy smooth. You know, right I feel I feel like I have a short attention span where like a couple years good and then move somewhere else for a couple years kind of different. Sure. And then a friend of mine just moved to Kodiak, Alaska. A guy that I grew up with. And I love when he's posting pictures on Facebook. He and his wife. Because that to me that is just absolutely right. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> a town of six thousand people. Oh man, that's nuts. Well, that's so how many I'm moving to. Is, uh, there's 8,000 in the entire forest. Yeah. So. yeah you, probably, you have more bears up there than you do people. <laughs> which I'm in the Wesley Chapel of Orlando, which is Okoe. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I think we're at 65,000 people now. Nice. It's more like the plant, the plant city of Orlando. <laughs> uh, true. Not the Wesley <laughs> Chapel. <laughs> I don't know, even know what Wesley Chapel is. It's north here. Close north. enough. All right, my turn to pee. All good, man. Uh, so... How? Because you you guys grew up up there, right? Yeah. Um, okay. No, okay. How's that to grow up? And I grew up to preface. I was born here, and I grew up in Land Lakes, which is probably kind of similar. Well, it's a uh, it's a uh, touches Orlando. It's right on the outskirts. Okay. Uh, Highway fifty uh, cuts through Orlando and goes out towards Claremont, and you can visually take Cortez out towards Land Lakes in that area. Gotcha. But um, so it's it's right by Wintermere, so that's where. Tiger Woods' uh, wife not busted out the back window of his car. <laughs> uh, Is that on the sign when you drive in? <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's mostly Grove community, and then people have built the infrastructure for Disney. Okay. Um, there's a lot of older homes built in the 70s with a big boom out there. Gotcha. But it's still a good old boy network. Yeah. I think Ocoee back in 1902 had one of the most bloodiest uh, wars or fights. Really? And it was uh, it was an election year, and there was uh, African American business owners in in Apopka, and they were coming to get their groves workers to come up and vote. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be uh, a massacre Jeez. between yeah. So it was, it's it's still uh, far away from Orlando, but it, it's close enough to where people were coming in. That this, the sheriff of Orange County yeah. was coming in to support the militia to. To keep because people were showing up to vote. That's and nuts. Everyone else was showing up with their guns to turn them away. Jesus. And this was in 1902. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, how short? How short of time ago? When things just little house on the prairie style. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. And what's it going to be like in five years? I, I, uh, I, I'm in town for Tampa because I had eight hours of 
outlook training for for my computer. Uh-huh. So one of the things that they told us is is the information the past thirty years uh, we we receive information more information the past thirty years than people did for the previous two thousand. And they expect that to double within the next five years. Man. Uh, and, and I don't know if we can handle that type of information without our heads yeah. popping off. Because we, you know, but well, no, we can't. But yeah. the next generation can. You know, your little ones. He's got what nine and five, nine, six. nine and six. That generation and so their kids. Say, are they going to be better at smelling bullshit? And because yeah, all this information, I can sit there and listen to the, the thinking atheist or you know. I love Jesus.com and whatever that information I'm putting in, I'm like, okay, I'm getting them filing away. If I'm not really applying critical thinking or whatever, it, it's very easy, like most of the masses, to how. Oh, they'll, they'll adapt. I mean, that's the way we're built. Yeah. You know, that's the way we're designed. Are they going to go that way or are they going to go like both. idiocracy? And, not, uh, no, both. You're going to have both. And so, but out of that, because, you know, we're focusing so, or I think anyway. Um, we're focusing so much on all the the bad kids in this generation and the horrible mm-hmm. things coming out of this generation, um, but man, I, st- I I see just the exact opposite in so many other kids. You can see the this intelligence. You can see I don't know. It's like they're older souls or something. Yeah. They they got they know shit that I don't know. I just I think it's different. Oh, yeah, it's exciting. And yeah, we are we are living in good times. And if we're focusing on yeah. It's Fox def- or whatever news out there we want to listen to. Yeah. What- Overall, the trend is it's changing in what I would consider a positive direction. It'll be a slow. It'll be a slow change. But I mean, I mean, just this year, obviously, with gay marriage being legal everywhere, that's like it's slowly happening. There's going to definitely be always people who teach uh, their kids whatever they think their kids should think, like. Whether it be, but you can't. We're not like I said. You're not going to be able to stop it anymore. We've connected the world. Yeah, uh, it's getting more connected every single day, and it doesn't matter what our parents or our generation, uh, the adult generation, does right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all their their fears and which manifest themselves into lies that we think are protecting our children. There's just a tsunami, you know, the knowledge you're talking about, the information. There's a tsunami of information that is hitting us right now. There's wave after yeah. wave of it. And again, we not, might not be able to process all the shit that's coming our way right now. But I promise you, those that those little those kids that aren't even fucking talking yet are the ones that are going to be able to process this. Yeah. And are, I have a lot of faith. I am not a pessimist. I am not a... Uh, an apocalyptic kind mm-hmm. of, you know, so many, you don't even have to be a Christian and people are like, oh no, the world's coming to an end. Oh, I no. think they said there's a study in America that 60% of Americans feel that in their lifetime Armageddon will happen. Yeah, or yeah, well, they're, that's talking about the actual return, you know, the Antichrist Christ thing. <laughs> or, or an asteroid hating or somebody in Korea pushing a button and then it just goes. <laughs> which, which to me is evidence that we are just the stressors of the, uh, of the environment that are making people scared, you know? And so yeah. they're going to what they know. So it feels like this has to be the end times. But I'll tell you what it is. It's a growth spurt. And <laughs> on the other side of this, there is a new age. Um, and we may even be able to see the beginning of it before we die. 
Uh, for me, I'm more like, watch the next generation or maybe three generations from now. People are like, well, fuck that. What about me and right now? <laughs> You're talking about 100 years from now. No, fuck you. Think about it in geological time. Think about it weighing our existence up against the existence of the dinosaurs in a timeline. We came out of Africa, say, 200,000 years ago. Well, we're just a little tiny centimeter. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the dinosaurs lasted 150 million years or whatever it is. Well, we're just in the beginning of what we're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I think... <clears throat> Yeah, I think we're we're in, we're about to enter a golden age of humanity here in the next uh, you know couple centuries. Yeah, and the the great thing about being people in again whatever you believe, whether it be something or nothing, the great thing about I believe in the possibility of everything. Yeah, the great thing about being people though is people have different points of view, and they're all fucking moronic. <laughs> they can be moronic or just. <laughs> Or they can be <coughs> valid in how moronic they are. You know what I mean? Like, it's everybody has a different set of experiences that informs the way they think about things. It might not be in agreement, but if you can open up the dialogue to it not just being a shouting match on sure. Facebook or whatever, and like, right. you know what I mean? And you can't, and, and, and no longer. I think dialogue people, is what's important. Right. And no longer can people be uh, control all the dialogue. Uh, through network television or newspaper, you know, with again going back to the, the digital media age that we live in, yeah, you got your podcast right now, and so do of uh, you know half a million other people, yeah, and that's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and ideas are going to spread and connect, and you know, so a lot of times I think it's not going to be in my lifetime that I will see this great reckoning now, um, this great um, movement. Yeah, shift. Uh, to the yeah, the shift. The, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think I'm in the. Sometimes I think I'm in the middle of it. Yeah, and by the time I'm taking my last breaths, there's breasts. Of course. <laughs> I think Terrence. I'll McKenna, be smiling. Terrence McKenna calls it the archaic revival. Um, you get. I guess it's that's where you know where people start to to quit focusing on all the Donald Trumps and the, the right the distractions that that make us show up to work at nine a.m. and clock in. You know, the cafes stay open all night. We're able to sit there and have civil conversation if you're from Saudi Arabia and I'm from Canada you know we can all sit down and have yeah. a laugh and <coughs> yeah. coming into probably not a, I don't know if global society would ever happen but it'd be beautiful to see where we can just say you know you're not from China we're all just a bunch of humans on a I think, rock yeah. going through the universe well I think we're in the, the birthing pains of, of what humanity is going to become and, and yeah, and I think once we get through that, whether it takes uh, 100, 100 years or 1,000 years, 10,000 years, there's going to be a point where things level off. And I think there's going to be 100 million years of, of peace, 100 million years of, of humanity exploring the universe and, and, and enjoying everything that God created until, you know, asteroid comes or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Changes everything. Well, that's if we get a break from, from any of the natural things that happen that, that put us never get a break yeah, never right get a break. so so how can we ever see that tension go down to where we can um, unless everybody gets it everybody can well yeah because I think we're well no because because well I believe that we're evolving as well and you know a lot of people think that we're the pinnacle of of Neanderthal. of the pinnacle of creation um but we're not. We're, just, we're one of many things that we're, you know, are part of creation. But as we evolve and become more aware and aware that we're aware that we're aware and so on and so forth, um, 
it's just, I just think it's naturally going to change. And like you were saying, we're, we're focusing so much into Donald Trump. I think there's the Donald Trumps of the world. There is a time right around the corner where you're, people, we're just going to wake up and go, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. We're, we're distracting ourselves. We have bought into this pyramid scheme that we call capitalism. It is not trickle-down economics. It's siphon-up economics. Uh, we've known this since the times of the fucking ancient Egyptians. This is the reason that Moses was trying to get people out of there because the, uh, the Egyptians weren't known for having slaves. Slaves, what they fucking figured out is capitalism. What they figured out is this pyra a pyramid scheme on how to get people into a system to build things and your paint. You're giving them stuff for their services and then you get them into the system and... and they're technically a slave for the rest of their fucking days. Um, and I just think it's all going to change. I just, I, uh, I just, I, I know it. I know it. I feel it in my bone. Yeah. I mean, right, I got to get back out to the beach. It's getting fucking late. It's, it's an hour drive. It's been an hour and 20 minutes. A lot of, uh, a lot of heady talk, but it was good. Yeah. So shit, I know. And we, we usually, I'm, I'm not sober for these kind of discussions. You know? <laughs> I don't know what to do. So, moral of the story is just be nice. Absolutely. Be nice to people. Take pride yeah. in who you are. Good. Be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, well, thanks man. for having me, man. Awesome, thanks for having thanks us. For having that was awesome, dude. Thank you very much. Oh, and hey, it could be worse. Boss, everybody's done.